The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One and Clyde Two Super Scoreboard. With a start to the day, it was in Scotland's top flight. Hibs 2, Celtic 0. A brilliant Hibs performance, a really poor Celtic performance, and it was an easy win for Neil Lennon's side. It's not traditional open line time, but you can give us a call and let us know what you made of it. 0141 951 1025. Happy to hear from you, Mark Wilson. Gordon Dale and Hugh Keevens are in the studio, but we're also building up to kick off at Ibrox. Mark Guidi and Alex Ray, recap those teams for us, please. I will do Gordon Rangers 4 2 3 1. Alan McGregor. In goals at the back, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Gareth McCauley and Borna Barisic. The holding two, Ross McCrory and Ryan Jack. And it's Daniel Kandia, Scott Arfield and Eros Gresda. In behind, Kyle Lafferty on the bench for Stephen Gerrard's team. It's Fordingham, Worrell, Flanagan, Halliday, Kulubali, Middleton and Young Dallas. For Hamilton, Aki's there going 4-4-1-1. It's Gary Woods. In goals at the back, it is Aaron McGowan, Ziggy Gordon, Matt Gallant, and Lenny Sower. In midfield, it's Dougie Imre, Darren McKinnon, Tom Tyle and Scott McMahon. And it's James Keatings just off Rakish Bingham on the bench. For Martin Canning's team, it's Marsden, Tishembe, Penny, Want, Monlouis, Boyd and Brustad. And today's match referee at Ibrooks is Ewan Anderson, Alec, we all know all about the score yeah. from, from Easter Road, Hibs 2, Celtic 0. We look at the league table and if ever an incentive is required, Rangers have just been handed one. One today, you go top of the league. If this doesn't give you a boost, Mark, that result over uh, Edinburgh, then nothing will. I, I said earlier, I don't think Rangers have scored from open play in the last few games either. It's something they need to address. Middle to front, they have to improve their quality in the final third. And uh, they'll be looking to guys like Candias, Gresder, as I said earlier on. Arfield will make runs from the middle of the park and Lafferty. So, you know, but also James Tavernier and Barisic will be looking to try and bomb forward as well and just overload and try and overwhelm Hamilton. But, you know, you look at Hamilton as well, Mark, you've got Bingham, uh, Keaton, uh, Dougie Emery. They've got guys who can score. Uh, Kilgannon's a threat at set plays as well. So that they will come here with a game plan, try and stifle Rangers, try and slow them down and, uh, and make it difficult and try and get the fans... Uh, turn a little bit obviously today Morelis is suspended so Kyle Lafferty is the, the focal point up top but you look at his stats Alec yeah. only six starts and four goals and again with all respect to Hamilton you'd imagine this could be a game for him to actually go and show why Rangers brought him back to the club yeah well I think there's people saying what does he actually bring to the table that comes on the back of a couple of bad results they start looking at recruitment uh, Gresda hasn't done it you just mentioned Lafferty six starts isn't great and I think that's partly down to you know the way they play with the one up front but this is, a, this is an opportunity for him to showcase you know if, if anything happens to Morelos then he'll feel he want to put pressure on Steven Gerrard and go well listen I can go in and do that job but the only way he will be able to do that is if he, he performs plays well and more importantly scores goals so it's an opportunity again with the greatest respect to Hamilton he'll be looking to try and go on the score sheet today and the partnership the holding to young Ross McCrory and Ryan Jack decent enough yeah well listen for me I would like to see a, a more offensive midfielder in there now I'm looking at the, the options there they don't really have a great deal they have uh, Koulibaly they have Halliday so none of them are really that middle to front mark because I'm not really sure against Hamilton you need two sitting midfielders mm-hmm. you know you look at Celtic play with McGregor and Sham uh, sorry Rogic and uh, uh, Christie when he was fit so they have that middle to front and they give that extra body create problems in and around the hole whereas if you look at Rangers it's the two guys just sitting in front of the back four so whether McCrory or Jack tries to go and support as well because it's, for me you only need the one there 
Okay, that's the, the teams for you yep. at Ibrooks Gordon, and as we say, for Rangers, fantastic incentive. Beat Hamilton this afternoon, they go top of the table. Uh, Jim Duffy, that's that's it in a nutshell. Rangers players, the Rangers fans, the Rangers manager, they all know that scoreline and they know exactly what that means for their job this afternoon. Yeah, they've got to take advantage. You know, I've said this all season, every time Celtic have slipped up, you know, Rangers have got to take advantage. All the other clubs have, but, you know, Commander done their, their job yesterday. Um, you know, Rangers have got a home match against Hamilton. You know, they should be expected to win that. But to put themselves top of the league in mid-December, I think it would have been unthinkable, you know, I mean, at the start of the season. So uh, it would give everyone at Ibrox, the supporters, that belief, particularly in the back of the last three results, they've had poor results and a couple of really poor performances. So not only do they need a result, they, I think they need a big performance. I think they need to show their fans they're up for this challenge. And if, if there is any kind of risk that Celtic might just, you know, come off the pace a little bit, then they've got to take full advantage of that. And this is the perfect opportunity today to do that. And that brings its own pressures, doesn't it, Jim? Can you imagine the reaction on this open line if Rangers somehow don't take advantage of this? Well, and they would deserve any criticism that come the way if they don't. You know, you're at home against Hamilton. You know, you've got to be, you know, winning this game and winning it comfortably, really. But, you know, listen, Hamilton are always throwing a span on the work somewhere. Every time someone writes them off, they come up with a, a result, a performance. Uh, they have done it in the past uh, at Ibrox. But, uh, you, know, it's, it's, you know, as I said, it's a, a huge match for Rangers. I'm, I'm with Alec. There's a, a few guys there. I mean, I know Greds has still got to find his feet, but... You know, he's, he's got a lot to prove to the fans. Obviously, Lafferty still, uh, again, uh, get the opportunity today with Morelis. Um, you know, so that, that, there's, a, there's a, a couple out there that have got to stand up and be counted um, because they know that Stephen Gerrard's listened, he's made a statement that he wants to improve the squad, so he'll be looking to strengthen again in January. So these guys are running out of options and running out of time to impress the manager. They've got to get a big performance today to at least stay in his thoughts because if they don't, then <laughs> I'm not saying they'll be out the door because they're, they're, they're contracted, but they'll be certainly about the team. Jim, I am just a simple Glaswegian. <laughs> I think I know how it works in this city. Celtic have just made an absolute hash of their game against Hibs. Ibrooks will be rocking and rolling from the moment the Rangers team come out to start this game, and Hamilton will be swept asunder. <laughs> well, it's not often uh, to Ibrooks that they'll be lauding Neil Lennon, uh, the Rangers fans. So I don't think that's, uh, that's a very rare occasion. But uh, certainly, I think they'll be pleased today that his team. Has, has done has, has done them a favour to a certain extent in terms of giving the opportunity. And it's up to Rangers to, to grab that opportunity. Like Alec and, and, and Mark are saying there, you know, the, the, you know, they've got guys there who are offensive. Scott Arfield back in the team has been it was a miss when he was out. But um, you know, they have to they have to create more and they have to capitalise on those chances. And when they were on song at Ibrox there just up until a few weeks ago, they started the games very, very strongly. Uh, as we thought Celtic would start today and it, it just didn't materialise from here at Easter Road Alex Ray and it's not all about that result in Edinburgh but it plays a big part in the pre-match build-up but for Rangers themselves they've got a couple of disappointments of their own to make up for last week against Dundee was very disappointing they crash out of Europe okay some would say well you know we didn't really expect to get through but it's still a disappointment so even if it's just looking inwardly Steven Gerrard's looking for some improvements yeah I think it's one of the ones that a manager always comes out we're looking for a response now on the back of the Aberdeen they were saying that against Dundee didn't quite get it and then he was going over to Austria and never got it again now so 
I think we want to pay the greatest respect to Hamilton, but the actual reality is Rangers need to go and take the game to them and get a comprehensive win. Now, I think most people settle for a win, but you want to try and do it in style uh, and put a benchmark, get doubt in people's now. They'll also get a difficult game on Wednesday night against Hibs. So, you know, you want to be going there and plenty of confidence on the back of a positive uh, win but you've got to go and do that here and it's interesting because I think it's very much and I think that's part of the thing that's been missing in recent years is when the opposition do drop uh, points because there's been such a gulf for Celtic then it's you know it doesn't really matter if they drop points because they've been so far ahead now this is the time when it matters people talk about the weight of the jersey the expectation the pressure of actually playing at a club at Rangers and they have to go and uh, deliver it's as simple as that uh, I'm just looking at Ryan Porteous picking up the Man of the Match award on television. Mark yes. Wilson, 10 minutes ago, said there's no chance he would get it because they don't vote for defenders because it's not popular. So there we go. Yes, Thanks I'm for that delighted. insight. That was great. Delighted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing to do with the position, Mark, I don't think. Uh, Jim Duffy, is that a fair, a fair judgment? He was great, wasn't he? Yeah, listen, he was terrific. He made one error where he, he the ball went out wide. I think James Forrest uh, nicked it off him, and uh, as the guys were saying, Edward didn't help, uh, and Forrest uh, get the, the the ball blocked. But other than that, he was absolutely immense. And for a 19-year-old boy coming in, I seen him playing in the youth team um, here last year, and uh, he was captain. He was, a, you know, he, he just looked like a man and a boy. You know, where, 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 uh, sorry, a, ma- a man in terms of experience, in terms of his authority. Um, he's a powerful boy. He, he might occasionally pick up uh, a card or two because when he goes in for a tackle he goes in old school he goes in like Alec Ray you know what I mean he goes in there everything take the ball take the man everything. and I love that I mean anybody that's played at my era loves that because he goes with real aggression but now and again he'll mistime it and if he does that in modern day football then he's, like, he's likely to pick up a card or two but listen he was outstanding but all the Hibs players were. I mean, there wasn't a bad player today for Hibs. Hibs were magnificent, you know, right? I mean, their goalkeeper had nothing to do. Their back four was outstanding. You know, their midfield was terrific and their front two were a continual uh, pest to the Celtic backline, a continual threat. But, you know, we were on about Celtic and, you know, I know Hugh and that was saying there, you know, that, uh, you know, going to Peter Lowell. But listen, you know, Hibs were without David Gray, Paul Hanlon, Mark Milligan, Marvin Bartley, Martin Boyle. You know, guys, they, they were within guys who played you know, a good, good um, period of this Hibs team, you know, at the start of the season, were these players, these guys were missing. Like, I'll just quickly, and very, very quickly for you, just because I know this is Celtic not playing today, OK? Just because it shows you the, the, the squad numbers, and this is something that I think has got to be looked at for Celtic. You've got Bitton, Griffiths, Gamboa, Arzani, Christie, Rogic, Allen, Boyata, Lustig, De Vries, Benu, uh, Cropper, uh, Tierney, in Kuasi. Now there's 14 players there that you know you would look at and think there's probably four or five of them would be in your in your team and in your squad. So there's maybe another nine guys there that are top. If you go and sign another two or three in January, you know it just makes your club mm. so top heavy. How do you deal with them? How do you manage them? How do you coach them? What do you do? Do you send them away with one of the coaches? Do you try and keep them involved? All these sort of things. And, and, and obviously you're still trying to promote some of the younger boys who like Mikey Johnson and, and things like that. So it's very difficult. And I know Calvin Miller's at Dundee. I'm not sure is he there for the season or is he due to come back? Uh, you know, one or two other boys. So it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of thinking and I think a bit more than tweaking to be done at Celtic. Remember, you can give us your thoughts on that Hibs victory against Celtic. 0141-951-1025. We'll take them now if you fancy and we'll keep building up to the Rangers game. We'll hear from Stephen Gerrard and Martin Canning next. 
Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One and Clyde Two Super Scoreboard. 15 minutes to kick off at Ibrox between Rangers and Hamilton, and it was quite the start to our day in Easter Road. Hibs 2 Celtic. Nil What an afternoon It's been already Gordon Dial, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevens Are in the studio uh, This is going to be like a school register I've got so many names to rhyme off Alex Ray and Mark Guidi Are still with us at Ibrox And Jim Duffy is there At Easter Road as well So you can share your thoughts on the phones 01419511025 And no talking at the back Yes, exactly You keep everyone in check Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard It'll be uh, another tricky test for us you know we've had a we've had a tough week in terms of results. Um, so the idea, from our point of view, is to try and get back to winning ways. I think getting a win is always a nice feeling. Um, I think it creates a bit of calmness around the place. So it's a very important fixture for us, and um, the plans to go and get three points. You know, there's five games to go, um, and we want to try and win as many as them as we can to put ourselves in a in a decent place going into the winter break. We've got some difficult fixtures coming up, but I think it's important to focus on the one that's next, um, and that's Hamilton. And I think it's always important when you've had a, a little tricky spell um, and emotions are running high in the dressing room and in, um, on the terraces and in the media, I think it's important that you get back to winning ways. And then I think everyone can be calm and look forward to the fixture after. Alex Ray and Jim Duffy, um, one for you two. Is, do you reference the Celtic score if you're Stephen Gerrard, or do you just... Can I let it speak for itself? No. Well, for me, Gordon, it's about uh, for me, Gordon, it's about um, going about your own business. You know, uh, I think there'll be several players I'll know already. Uh, you get backroom staff walking about, going that Celtic loss. Mark Wilson will tell you, Gordon Dale will tell you that that filters through to you. So they will know the importance of this game. But I think Stephen Gerrard spoke about it there. He says, listen, on the back of the disappointment of the last couple of uh, results as well. They already know what's in store. You know, if they had to drop any points here today, it would be an absolute disaster for Rangers. So they know what the job is in hand, and they have to execute that and do it in, in, in good style. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Stephen Gerrard might, might refer to the fact that they won the go top of the league, which actually, you know, without mentioning the fact that it was because Celtic could beat, you know, he might just say, listen, there's an opportunity today to... You know, to get myself back on track, to to put the past uh, three results behind us by winning today, puts us top of the league, and we know that um, you know there's, there's challenges ahead, but that's where we want to be. That's the the you know the the, the, the position in the league where we aim for, um, and and I think that that's something that you, you know I think you throw you throw down to the players, and if the players don't have that little bit of a adrenaline pumping through their veins um, today then like Alex says then they, you know there's something missing there let's get the thoughts of Martin Canning I imagine it's going to be busy and I've just seen in there if you're going to take points five blocks you've got to defend well you need from one to eleven you need to play well everybody's got to do their job properly we've got to remain focused and concentrate for the 90 minutes and what we can take from last season is if we can do that then we're capable of going there and winning the game or taking points it's difficult because that's what we're saying there now and now their sole focus is the league, so that puts all their concentration and focus back on it to try and win the league or try and finish as high the league as they can. Yeah, they don't have the distraction of Europe, but they've still got that wee hangover. They're out of Europe and disappointment that they're out. So until the game's been played and done, you don't know what the reaction's going to be, but what you do know is it's a, a group of experienced players, staff, um, and you'd expect a good reaction from them. Uh, Alex Ray and Mark Greedy, I suppose Hamilton are not in great form, but they'll be boosted by the fact that this is what Hamilton do. They just turn up and shock people from, uh, you know, now and then when you least expect it. 
I think you're, you're right, Gordon. And when you are kind of, you know, bottom three, bottom four for most of the season, that has happened. You look through the record. They'll go six, seven, eight games without a victory, and then they'll pluck a couple from somewhere. They buy themselves a bit of time. Then they'll go and they're running again. But they, they always seem to get there, even when they did finish in the the relegation uh, playoff one year. They managed to to get out of it. And Ali, I, I, I don't know about you, but does, but does Martin Canning does he get enough credit for what he does at this club over the past three years? I've, I've had some uh, uh, abuse off of some Hamilton fans on social media because I've actually been praising the job that he does, Mark, to lose players like Templeton and Ferguson and Devlin. It's very difficult to then kind of continue to keep at that level because the resources they have are absolutely minimal. And he's, he's right in what he says there. They have to defend for their life today to try and get a result here. But the interesting thing about it is I think they'll be looking at this as a free hat. If they take anything from this at all, it'll be an, a, a bonus coming to Ibrox so um, they will try and stifle Rangers as I said earlier on as much as possible and try and make it difficult and then maybe even try and get a set play mark but they've got guys in the team as I said earlier on Bingham and Keaton Emery guys like that who can make an impact but for me it's about how Rangers go about this today let's squeeze in a quick call before kick off 01419511025 Laurie's in Denison what did you make of the game at Easter Road Laurie? Uh, disappointing naturally uh, it is often said that it's easy to be magnanimous in victory, but more difficult to be gracious in defeat. So let me say straight away, congratulations to Hibernian and a well-deserved win. Uh, I listened to Hugh uh, throughout the 90 minutes, uh, and, uh, you know, he was reciting almost from the Book of Lamentations like a fire and primstone pe- preacher. Uh, this was a setback today, but there is no whale in a national teeth. Uh, Celtic will be back. Uh, you've got to look at things in perspective. Two of our back four were injured in Lustig and Bayata, as was arguably our best informed player recently uh, in Christie. And, of course, we're also missing Lee Griffiths, sadly, for personal reasons. Uh, it's been a mixed week, but at least they're placed in the European uh, Europa League. Uh, last 32 has been secured, and any strengthening required on our squad will be well-funded in January. These colours don't run. Well, let me read again from the Book of Lamentations, Laurie. Uh, once, once the dust has settled here, the the underbelly is soft. I do appreciate that today Celtic were without Christie, Tierney, Rogic, Griffiths, Lustig, who'd be automatic choices. But the underbelly is soft, and Jim Duffy read out a list of players who were not involved today. The underbelly is soft, and the list of deadwood is rising. Uh, Jim Duffy. You can't be too knee-jerk after one bad performance But if you were to look at that today You would be forgiven for thinking My word Celtic miss Ryan Christie And that is something that you would never have uttered Two months ago yeah, I mean, I mean, he's been magnificent over the last couple of months, you know. But uh, you know, listen, you know, Laurie was mentioned some of the Celtic, but as I mentioned, some of the Hibs players as well. Hibs were, were devastated by injuries as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can make an excuse. They're starting eleven today was very strong for Celtic. The shape didn't suit them. There was no doubt, uh, you know, or, or or the tactics that Hibs applied against them didn't suit them. Well, you know, our combination. But certainly, you know, I don't think they can make it an excuse for players missing because Hibs had a lot of players missing and you know but Celtic have had two or three results away to Livingston Motherwell Kilmarnock today you know they've had two or three results where they haven't quite been at the level which they have been under Brendan Rodgers for the last couple of years but you know you would still expect them to get stronger uh, the second half of the season 
You will hear from Brendan Rodgers very soon on the show But I can give you a bit of a flavour of his post-match thinking He says that it was tactical discipline that let Celtic down But is not blaming the system So we can get into that one fully My interpretation of that, Gordon, is This is the manager saying I picked the right players I put them in the right positions They didn't do their jobs so he's wiping He's washing but, his hands of it I'm all I'm surprised at that though. their fault Not his Yeah I'm surprised at that though Hugh Brendan Rodgers You know a great manager That he is Has seen Similar-ish performance When players haven't been performing And is very quick To change the system Now We could clearly see here That the system wasn't working In the first half And to come out and play the exact same Not only for the first 10 minutes of the second half For the full second half mm. it Is very surprising for me Well we'll get into that in a bit more detail Of course we will hear from Brendan Rodgers And Neil Lennon at length As soon as we can But we've got a big game brewing At Ibrooks between Rangers and Hamilton Ackies And the kickoff there is coming up next Action as it happens And your reaction on the open line This is Clyde 1 and Clyde 2 Super Scoreboard and welcome back to Ibrook Stadium and Alec Ray as the team's just come out the tunnel. It's very simple for Rangers this afternoon that win the game and we go top of the league. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. They will have to start the game quite. They have done that Ibrooks in recent times, but they have to take this game right for the off, get at Hamilton and try and impose their style of play on them. And with a crowd nudging towards 50,000, a fantastic atmosphere already. It's all there for Rangers. Yeah, well, listen, you just touched on it, Mark. They really, we've got to get back to the top of the table. They were disappointed having got there for a couple of days. So if they get there at the end of play today, I think Steven Gerrard will be delighted with that. How important are Candias, Arfield, Gresa going to be in terms of supplying the service for Lafferty? Yeah, well, that's the, that's the thing, Mark. But it's also Tavernier and uh, Barisic need to go and support them, try and get overloads. I feel as if Hamilton will sit and try and make this very difficult for Rangers. But they just have to try and get some sort of momentum, wave after wave of attack, and try and overwhelm this Hamilton team. Can you see Hamilton doing much at all to trouble Rangers? I'd be really surprised if Hamilton took anything from this game, Matt. But you never know in football. We look back to a couple of months ago. Uh, it was 1-1 up until the 80-odd minute or so. And then Rangers managed to get three late goals against Hamilton. So they'll be trying to do a similar thing. But from a Rangers point of view, they'll be looking to try and take the game to Hamilton Aggies. Well, the referee here at Ibrox, Ewan Anderson, just checking round the pitch for the final time as Aki's get set to take kick-off here at Ibrox Stadium. It's Rangers v Hamilton Aki's. Action as it happens. And your reaction on the open line. This is Clyde 1 and Clyde 2. Super scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray, all here and all ready to take your call. So get in touch. 0141 951 1025. What a day it's been in Scottish football. Never a dull day. Hibs 2, Celtic 0. Uh, that was just half of it because then later on Rangers won Hamilton nil, and that's a result which moves Rangers top of the table ahead of some cracking fixtures on Wednesday night. So what did you make of your team's performance today? Where did it go right? Where did it go wrong? Where do you go from here? 0141 951 1025 and we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard, Martin Canning, Brendan Rogers, and Neil Lennon. What more could you want, Hugh Keevans? Well, I keep on saying there's no margin for error and Celtic commit error after error, after error, and lose to Hibs. Uh, now, there's no margin for error against Motherwell on Wednesday. 
By the same token There's no margin for error When Rangers Go to Easter Road To meet a Hib side Who will be Completely Re-energised By how they have played Against Celtic today So There's a, a An epic In store At Easter Road On Wednesday And when Celtic Come out against Motherwell It had better be With all guns blazing Or the fans will I think Turn Let's get straight to it Adam is a Rangers fan In Dumbarton Sum up your feelings This afternoon Please Adam Oh yeah, I'm I'm on my way home to the game at the it's, it's, I'm happy with the three points first and foremost. I, I just thought after after Hibs bet Celtic and what like right, we've got a real chance here. Um, and after the first five minutes, I just thought we were going to totally annihilate Hamilton, and and it just got from good to bad to worse. I, defensively, I thought we did okay, better than we've done in a long while. Um, but it was just I think it was Ali was saying it was just lackluster. Um, Mid- middle to front, there was just absolutely nothing, no creativity. There was, it was as if people didn't kind of weren't bouncing off each other. And I just think if going into Wednesday's game against Hibs, if we play like that, we're not going to stay at the top of the league for long. Alex, yeah, as I said in my post-match, Gordon, they 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 struggled. Rangers, the cohesion going forward, and uh, he's right in what he says, Adam. You know, the 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 start that they had should have inspired them, particularly on the back of Celtic losing three points today and you think to yourself everybody's just expecting an afternoon of comfort and towards the end and Adam says you know they had spells where they had a couple of free kicks to defend uh, Rangers and they, and they managed to cope with it relatively well however it should never be getting to that stage you know there was time after time where they'd have decent opportunities and they were passed up it was a wrong final ball but I've been saying this for a while Gordon this is actually not just on the back of the day I think my memory serves me right it's something like maybe one goal in five or six games from open play, you know, and you think to yourself, they need to find a formula where they're actually carving teams open and they don't look to be doing that at the moment. And uh, that was very much evident today. So this is more than just the absence of Alfredo Morelos. You think there's a bit more to it than that? I do, because you're looking at the, the previous games as well and they're not actually carving teams open at will. Uh, and and that'll be a concern for Steven Gerrard now at that, the contradiction in that kind of sense I've just made is at the top of the table but going forward there's bigger challenges you've got a double header against Hibs you've also got Celtic to come to Ibrox here as well and then you also have to go up to uh, St Johnson they will really need to up their game uh, after you know having seen that today because if they have to go to these places and perform like today then I'm not sure they'll have the same outcome Adam? Uh, I, I totally agree with everything you've said and I don't know if you noticed that Ali but it was towards the kind of halfway through the second half Alan McGregor was getting so frustrated with the play in front of him he was going mental telling people to get forward and it just looked as if there was kind of nobody listening to him and uh, to kind of any urgency to try and carve something over him well, I, I, I was um, I was watching some of the play today, and they're hitting long balls as well, and it's going out of play. And I'm thinking, myself, this is Rangers playing against Hamilton at home. You have to play through the lines. You have to get the ball wide. You have to get somebody dropping in the hole and get all this rotation that you normally would see at Ibrox. But it's not here at the moment, and you know you're worried. You're saying to yourself, you're worried going into all these games where that craft's going to be, and they Alec, may well have to dig out results. Alec, could I ask you? We always have this debate in the program where you know I get. Annoyed because teams raise their game against Celtic and Rangers, and I always ask, well, where are they the rest of the time? You know, they're cheating. Is it the case, or could it possibly be the case, that when Rangers or Celtic come up against the Hamilton Ackies of this world, subconsciously they switch off? 
Yeah, well, Hugh, if you could, you could say that if you see that earlier on the season, they got four, but they had chances today, Hugh. They just didn't actually take them. It was a wrong decision. Um, but uh, this has been, as I said, for the last few weeks, where Rangers haven't really been on that front foot. They don't look as if they're free flowing. You know, you get a feeling for how a team's playing. You've got Adam as your first caller tonight, leaving, saying, "I'm delighted to have the three points." But you know, and that was just the feeling about the stadium. You know, you sense about what's going on. There's an anxiety. I said to Mark halfway through the second half, I thought, Whew, "I hope the next ten minutes, you know, Rangers can up it because the longer that goes on, the people around about are getting because we've all seen it. One nil's oh. never enough." Yeah. Adam, it is, it is uh, all set up now for Wednesday night, isn't it? When you look at, I mean, Hibs going into today, they were an out-of-form team, but all of a sudden they produced that result, um, and that should be a cracker. Well, I can tell you, I, I, I watched the game against against Celtic, and I just thought to myself after after that performance at Ibrox, if we play the way we did today against Hibs, I can see them doing the same thing against us that done to Celtic today. Uh, Alex, will Rangers have to raise their game come Wednesday? Oh, there's no two ways about it, Gordon. Because you said before the game, didn't you? That listen, of course, three points, and let's let's not forget that that was the priority. Yeah. Rangers go top, but you were looking for a bit of style along the way. You said before the game. Yeah, well, the, but you're playing against a team that's really struggling, Gordon, uh, particularly on the road as well. So you're expecting Rangers to come and showcase what they can do, get confidence, get a lot of goal scorers, and, that, and that's important because that's what I'm talking about: playing with style, and then breeding that confidence, taking you into. Uh, which is a really difficult period. So they'll have to negotiate it, they'll have to get the players back out, but, uh, you know, in for a, a recovery over the next couple of days to go because the, the games are coming thick and fast, but they will most certainly have to play better, Gordon. But it'll be a total, again, it'll be a totally different game because Hibs will come and try and attack as they did against Celtic today, whereas, to be fair to Hamilton, they made it extremely difficult. There was a period in the second half where they were camped on the 18-yard box and their striker was about 20 yards forward. So you're trying to break down 10 men. And that's what I'm talking about, that little bit of craft. You need a number 10, a winger to go, a 1v1, beat someone, get to the byline and put flashing across the goal, getting bodies in the box. You just didn't see that, particularly for the wider areas. Young Middleton come on later on as well. Didn't really create anything, you know. And then they obviously uh, took off Candace as well. Lafferty huffed and puffed Gresda. So from an offensive point of view, uh, you know, there's not a great deal of players saying to Stephen Gerrard, pick me Wednesday. Adam, who, who, which players are at the forefront of your mind then after that? I mean, who are the main men? Who are the guys that you were expecting more from, perhaps? Um, I don't know who it was that said before, but look at Gresda. It did look as if he wasn't playing with a lot of confidence. There was a lot of times he was going down the wing and you were eager to take people on and he just he, he, he wasn't doing it he was looking for the pass back or a pass inside um, or outside and, and it, look, there was a couple of times where he could have just took somebody on and, and tried to create something that he, he just kind of shied away from it almost um, Lafferty um, missed that sitter in the first kind of I think it was the first minute and a half mm-hmm. um, no it was easier to go in and miss it um, and then, as Alex said, he huffed and he puffed. There was a lot of work from him. He was running at everything. Um, there was just no kind of final product for him. But I thought, all in all, I'm, I'm happy with the three points. But just a, collectively as a team, I think they all need to go away for this and go again and, and, and Wednesday and try and kind of have a bit more motivation about them. But remember, remember also, if you take into consideration, they've had a hard Thursday night as well. Disappointing. Alex Wright, Hamilton came there with a game plan, sat everyone in, made it very difficult for them. It's December the 16th, Rangers must be over the moon, the fact that Celtic have lost, they've went top of the league, 
And all of a sudden people are saying Well they need to up their game Wednesday will take care of itself Because it is a different game Because mm. Hibs will play two up They'll have a go at Rangers And it may suit Rangers mm. I can understand that You know If they'd lost today or drawn Yes I think All Rangers fans think Well it's only Hamilton Ackes It should have been a lot more The the bigger picture is Celtic didn't play well today Hibs were terrific and Rangers have went top of the league I don't know what all the, the problems are Well let us know what you think Then 0141 951 1025 We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB Montana says Poor display from Rangers Still overplaying and not working the keeper from set play About 20 corners And absolutely nothing from any of them But the important bit Still top of the league And two thumb up emojis Hugh Keevans That means he's happy wow. uh, Montana on the well, line So You know we're back to that old question Or she by the way Just looking Right uh, Back to that old question of Expectation uh, if you had offered Rangers at the halfway stage in the season the leadership of the league, they would have first of all collapsed, and secondly said yes, thank you. Uh, so we are getting towards the halfway stage. They are top of the league. We do understand the Easter Road, as today proved, is a difficult place to visit, but they are top. They have, as all managers say, something to hold on to, and they have to hold on to it longer than did the last time they were top of the league. 0141 Let's hear from you Rangers fans after that Davey's a Celtic fan in Springburn uh, You must be a frustrated man This afternoon Davey uh, Aye uh, Very frustrated But the point, I, the point I'm wanting to make is uh, A point I could have Phoned up about Even if Celtic won today uh, it's, uh, And it's really about the inclusion Of Scott Sinclair in that team Now I know it's, it wasn't solely his fault But uh, we lost today, and congratulations to Neil and Hibs for a brilliant performance against us. But the thing is, uh, we only play, we can only play well uh, if Scotland and Clare's in the team. It only works if we play well. I.e., we've got Forrest, Rodrick, and Champagne, Brown, and Brown, etc., etc. Sinclair's been a passenger in that team uh, for long and weary. I'm getting a bit fed up with it. I'd, I'd like to see Lewis Morgan getting getting around the team, see the see the boy can do. I've seen. Uh, Ryan Christie can do with, with his chance and he's took it I'd like to see the same with Lewis Morgan uh, as I say Sinclair is just a shadow and he's been, like, he's been that way for a, a wee while uh, just like to see the guy think of that he did score in Europe a couple of weeks ago no remember Rosenberg. Yeah, and I know I understand his performances haven't hit the heights of what he ever achieved in his first year uh, or even his second for that that matter but I mean, I think he gives balance when he's out there. I think that's why Brendan Rodgers plays him. Now, I understand he's been taken off at half-time um, midweek and he's been taken off again today. But, I, I mean, everyone was poor today. I think he, he can still contribute to Celtic. I really do. I think when he's got Christie and Rogic in there uh, and he's on the left and Forrest on the right, I think that's Celtic's strongest I agree side. With, I agree with you, Mark, because lately, every time I've turned up at Celtic Park, Celtic have played terrifically well. He's been in the team. He's yeah. been a big part of it. I don't know why. The commandment game last week. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was a big. He's runs. His movement. Everything. He seems to be like most Celtic players just now. They seem to be a lot better at Celtic Park than they are on the road. But when he came on at Murrayfield as well, he was getting slated, and you're thinking Scott Sinclair. He comes on and he not only scores a penalty, but I thought he contributed uh, to the win uh, in other ways. Um, but I get that. I get the point. He he's not set the header alight like he did in his first season. But I think he brings balance to that Celtic is, side on the left hand side. He is an enigma. He wasn't the worst player that Celtic had today. There was a few others queuing up for that award. Uh, but 
I agree with Davey that uh, you often wonder why he's always chosen from the start. He is living on that first season and continues to live in that first season, has never equaled that first season uh, and is unpredictable. I don't think he should be an automatic choice and if Lewis Morgan is to progress, I think he should be getting yeah. a look in. You, you said balance, Mark, but if it's all about balance, surely... Lewis Morgan wouldn't upset that Perhaps not But we've we've yet to see that Gordon You know he's yet to be given his chance And then that leads you to say Well he's not been given his chance for a reason Brendan Rodgers sees him every day in training So Lewis Morgan may play the same position But Brendan Rodgers obviously prefers What Scott Sinclair does To what mm. Lewis Morgan is doing at the minute Sir Mark uh, Celtic fans that have been seeing Scott Sinclair Week on week now He's been, he's been, he's a, been a first pick the best part of two months now. Yeah. Um, so Celtic fans have seen that weekend, week out as well. We don't we don't know what the boy Morgan can do. We've watched him a, a couple of times last season with St Mirren. I think that they knew it's the time to try him. Uh, it's uh, halfway through the season. Uh, let's give him a uh, wee run out four or five games because, as I say, uh, Scott Sinclair wasn't the sole reason we lost today. But again, for me, for me, he's no, he's no doing it. Uh, David Gordon thinks he was pretty good though. Scott Sinclair against Kilmarnock just a week ago. Would you... Agree, disagree? Well, I'm looking for consistency, Gordon. I'm looking for yeah. a, uh... Well, Well, I think, Davey, consistency for most of the Celtic players now, when I watch them, is at Celtic Park. And that some of the performances I've sat and witnessed are, have been absolutely terrific. And every one of them plays a part. Somehow on the road, and you can't just put... Uh, and Davey's not doing it, but you can't just put all the blame at Scott Sinclair today. I thought Celtic were dreadful today from, you know... Well, I'll, I'll take away the goalkeeper because I didn't think he'd met much chance of the goals. But the yeah, defence, the wing-backs, midfield, front men, I thought were really, really poor. But I think at home, Scott Sinclair, I think he's as good as anyone and I think he fits into the team. It's on the road where a big problem is. Davey, what about this midfield then? Because there's been so much debate over the last couple of weeks not not needing to, to call on Scott Brown or Livy and Cham because Callum McGregor's been so good and Ryan Christie's been so good. All of a sudden Christie's out injured By the way It's not going to be for too long We didn't tell you that earlier Hugh Brendan oh. Rodgers thinks He could be back soon um, And Brown and Champ Back today Davey What did you make of them? Uh, I thought I'm always happy With Scott Brown And the team A bit disappointed with Champ uh, Before Scott Brown's injury The two of them Were, were playing brilliant But as I say uh, McGregor Is coming in there Has been brilliant as well But I'm, I'm a bit disappointed With, with Ryan Christie Getting injured now But um, it's, it's, it's about finding a balance, but as I say, I, I, I'm always I'm always quite keen seeing what boys in the bench can do. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm really quite keen to see what's Morgan. I'm just really hoping he gets his chance uh, as soon as because I know Brendan Rodgers uh, before has never been shy. Uh, taking people off and he's done it with Sinclair uh, about about a year, year and a half ago. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to see I mean, that was before we had we had Morgan enough, you know, but I'd like to see Morgan come in. Uh, Hugh we spoke before the game Jim Duffy talking about that professional pride It's not that Scott Brown has anything to prove But if you're left out of the team Just your professional pride You've got that bit where you say I'm going back in there to show That you know that I'm a mainstay And Olivia and Cham as well I mean it's it's pretty obvious They they didn't manage to do that today I'm not saying that's solely their fault But that clearly didn't happen He looks a fair bit off the pace to me uh, Which one? Scott Brown Um, And And Cham was just it not at the races As I say the, the the biggest worry is that £13 million worth of Olivier and Sham And Odson Edward 
uh, were vying for worst player on the pitch. Uh, so, on Wednesday, when Celtic play Motherwell, the fans will sit down with a critical eye. They will be aware that they're no longer top of the league, that we have, as everyone refers to it, reached the business end of the season. There is no margin for error. They have not lost at Celtic Park, but only a victory will do on mm. Wednesday night. And Mother will always somehow manage to be a pest to Celtic. They were a couple of weeks ago. Not so much at Celtic Park, yeah, though, you'll but, find. The, you know, but, you know, the, the records are there to be broken, as they say. And Celtic haven't lost or drawn a match at Celtic Park this season. Now we are into the must do this and must do that part of the season. Celtic would not want to go to Ibrox on the 29th of December trailing Rangers uh, and putting additional pressure on themselves. Thanks to Davian Springburn. Dale is on. He says, um, I agree with Gordon DL. Three points for Rangers today is a great thing. Walter Smith had those types of games and won titles. Uh, but before that he says you usually do talk some amount of rubbish But I he agrees agree, with you today um, <laughs> uh, Mr. M, Mr M's on as well He says a win after Euro disappointment And going back top of the league Hamilton goalie had a blinder Rangers completely dominated Could have been a few by half time Rangers are that bad Yet still top of the league Let us know what you think 01419511025 And we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard after this Clyde 2 Super Scoreboard the winning team all season long. This is Clyde Two Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray, and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on what's been an action-packed day of Scottish football. It finished Hibs two, Celtic nil, Sleevecat and Camberry with the goals, and then at Ibrox it finished Rangers one. Hamilton nil Candace with the goal Which moves Rangers top For the time being Let's hear from you On the lines On 01419511025 Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB And we are going to get The thoughts of Stephen Gerrard Very soon But let's speak to Jack and Erskine first What's your point After today's game Jack? Hi guys uh, Everybody in the panel Hello First time caller Alright what made you call Today then Jack? Yeah I think what you were talking about earlier on, even with Celtic, you know, somebody made the point, I think it was um, brought up, that no young player could come in and do a job. Mm-hmm. We Rangers have two players out there, Doherty and Hardy, who are doing the business for the teams that they're on loan to. Why are they bringing them back for, you know... Rangers benefit Alex Ray what, what do you think of that The Greg Doherty one That's yeah. that's not going to go away He scored again yesterday A lot yeah. of people are asking that And now Ryan Hardy of course he's, he's been out of sight Because he's been injured But now that he's back in And scoring You can see why people Are asking the question Yeah uh, uh, they, They've sent him out in loan Gordon But purely wouldn't have got a game uh, At Rangers With the personnel They have at their disposal So he's going out there And I think he scored Six or seven goals Today with Shrewsbury but I suppose that's the question is, is he much? Is he worse than what Rangers Have in midfield well, at the moment Well it's difficult to gauge Gordon because you need to Rangers are obviously a higher level than which Shrewsbury are so he has to then raise it to that level and playing against Celtic and, and then Aberdeen Hart so you have to gauge it whether it's at the same level but the idea of him going out there was to get match time to get experience uh, and they'll be very much aware of it they have people who actually go down and watch him on a regular basis to see how he's performing physically obviously cope with the game uh, and, and the like so he may well be one that comes back and uh, in January I'm not exactly sure of the, what the actual uh, agreement they have with Shrewsbury but I would be surprised because when you look at the personnel in the middle of the park McCrory Jack they don't look to me as if they've got a goal in them they don't there's opportunities to pick the ball up 25-30 yards out 
as balls that have been cleared out. And no point do I see them just saying, right, out your feet and have a rifle. And I would like to see them do that more. Uh, and you could say that McCrory and Jack, that's not their game. But if you're trying to get goals from the middle of the park, and we, we spoke about it before the game where we felt as if it would may well be suitable to either have Jack or McCrory being that holding one and then throw another uh, player forward. And they did that because they they took off the wide uh, guy and then, uh, um, and then, sorry, they took off the midfielder and then get to put another offensive player. But when it started to get a bit touchy towards the end, then put Halliday in there to go back to the two just to see the game out. So, uh, you know, Doherty may well be one that's coming back in. Going back to Ryan Hardy, he's been out for seven months. They gave him an extension last year of a one-year contract, uh, and he scored two goals uh, in the last couple of weeks since he came back from injury. Uh, uh, for me, Ryan Hardy's still a long way away from being a Rangers centre-forward. Uh, I like young Ryan Hardy. I think he'll score goals, but will he be able to do it at Rangers? He's had, he had a wee spell where he was coming off the bench and things, and they've obviously had a look at him uh, previous, so I'm not sure that Hardy will be coming back anytime soon. When Rangers move into the January transfer window, and this applies to Celtic. They are doing business with an eye on the outcome of the league title. Therefore, it's not about someone who's been on loan at Shrewsbury or someone who's at loan at Livingston. They want guaranteed first picks in the January transfer window because this title race is fluctuating. And it will only be the business of Celtic and Rangers, I believe. Kilmarnock have been wonderful, but they're off the pace in terms of the number of games that they've played. They've played more games than Celtic and Rangers. That will diminish their chances. So Celtic and Rangers are in the market for those who will make a material difference to the outcome of the title race. That's not Greg Doherty with respect, and it's not Ryan Hardy. What do you think, Jack? No. No, I don't believe that because these guys we brought back uh, Lafferty and he hasn't done it. He's not done anything, really, in my in my opinion. And these guys are out there doing it on a regular basis. At a lower uh, level. Down south. At a lower level. Yeah. Jack, have you, Jack, yeah, well, Jack, have you actually seen? Have you actually seen much of Doherty this season in terms of actually match time? I know we we, we, we pick up snippets where he sees goals maybe on the on a, a Sky or whatever other medium we can watch it. But have you actually seen him play in the flesh this season? Yes, he's not prolific. Obviously, we know that he's not no, prolific. No, I don't mean goals. I just mean in terms of his, his general all-round play. He's got the heart and soul to be a Rangers player. There's guys there leaving now. We're at a point where there's guys leaving going back to Liverpool, etc. And uh, Leon or whatever. And these guys want to play for Rangers. But that's, that's what that, we need. I know, but that's just, that's, a, that's just a cliche. He's got a heart and soul. That's fine, yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. But, yeah, well, a cliche is great, isn't it? But, because, I, but I repeat, um, Celtic, the Celtic are doing it, aren't they? Uh, not today, they didn't. But I repeat, the January transfer window is about people that Brendan Rodgers and Stephen Gerrard can rely upon to make a difference in terms of the outcome of this title because we're now getting to the business end. It's getting serious now. And the future, the immediate future, with the greatest respect to the two of them, is not about Greg Doherty or Ryan Hardy. Thank you to Jack and Erskine. Let's get the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard. Tell us what you make of what he has to say. 0141 951 1025. It was frustrating um, because we 
we have to put teams like Hamilton away. Um, you know, a lot of our game was good today. I thought out of possession we we were really good. I thought going forward we were wave after wave after wave, but we got to uh, the final part of the pitch and we lacked um, that bit of magic, that final pass, that incredible cross. Um, we lacked that player who's going to step up and kill the game off. We should have had this game won in 15 minutes. I should have had the luxury of being able to take people off the pitch and, and, and give them a blow uh, before Hibs, um, which is going to be a tough game. But what I had planned in my head, I wasn't able to do in terms of substitutions because we made such hard work of a game that should have been a lot more easy. When we look at the other results, so over the weekend, you can also say this league's up for the taking. Look, uh, I'm happy with the win, I'm happy with the clean sheet, um, we've got a lot to learn in terms of the performance. We put 21 corners in today, uh, off the top of my head, definitely over 30 crosses. We created enough opportunities and got into some really exciting areas of the pitch, but we had zero killer instinct today, and that's a concern. Um, I'm not really interested, with all due respect, being top of the league right now because we were top of the league seven days ago and we went and lost and drew. So what's more important to me right now is what can we learn from the performance moving forward? Um, and it's blatantly, obviously, we have to learn to kill teams off in the final third. So a wee bit of belief, confidence issue after last probably a little bit of Probably a little bit of, of everything. Um, but I was frustrated on the side because what I wanted to do, what the plan I had in my head, I wasn't able to do that today as the manager and um, that, fr that frustrates me because it may affect us in the next game, you know. Zero killer instinct, which is a concern, Hugh Keevans, and yeah. not interested in being top at the moment, says Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, that's a brutal assessment. He wanted to rest players with uh, Easter Road in mind. They couldn't because they weren't getting the job done today. Uh, and zero killer instinct. Hello, Kyle Lafferty. How do you feel now? I don't believe he's got zero interest in being top of the league right now. No, I mean top no. of the league mid December, and Celtic have just been beat at Easter Road. Yeah, but he said I we were top. A, you were top a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and we then you know you can see where he's coming from. What's the point in getting what's what's the point in getting carried away by it if you go and react to it like you did the last yeah. time? No need to, to get carried away, with it, but I'm sure he's interested in being top of the league. I Even mean, if he was top of the league last week and blew it. I mean, surely he's interested that they've got back to the top of the league this uh, week. Alec Ray said that he felt sorry for Kyle Lafferty. And now Kyle Lafferty will hear or read the manager saying we had zero killer instinct. It's yeah, but that it. just doesn't go for a centre-forward you. You've got, know, to, you've, know, you've got to look at other players as well. But it you starts, can't just rely, rely yeah, yeah, on that. But it, but it starts with him. Yeah, yeah. And, and he should have put the ball in the back of the net after a minute and a half. And from there it just went downhill But Alec touched on it We, we didn't see the game I think Stephen Gerrard will be delighted With the work rate he's put in But as a centre forward Especially no disrespect against Hampton Ackies At Ibrox With the chances that Rangers create You're looking mm. to score more goals Alex? Yeah, that was a very honest assessment By Stephen Gerrard 21 corners, 30 crosses It was pretty much what I said Directly after the game They liked a killer pass They liked quality and that creativity that he's clamouring for. And, and he talks about being frustrated. The times I was looking down at him and he's got his hands in his head because of that final pass, that cross, and having that... He's talking about a killer instinct. And we need to get away from the Kyle Lafferty thing because this wasn't just about Kyle Lafferty. Mm -hmm. The wider areas, the balls weren't good enough. 
the ball, the delivery, the, the that pass through the middle of the park, trying to kill people off, that wasn't there either. So there's like a mm. culmination of things here. Uh, Kyle Lafferty is very much part of that overall picture, but you can see his frustration because he wants more quality, and he's not getting that at the moment. Uh, Robert and Colsaith, what did you make of it today? Hi guys, uh, it's quite disappointing. Obviously, we went up one 0 and we didn't kill a game off. But guys, if you remember. Going back a season or two, Rangers were playing teams at Hamilton, uh, other, other bottom six teams, and we were coming on and we were getting, we were getting frustrated because they weren't winning, uh, they, they weren't killing teams off. It's a similar, a similar outcome, but they're, they're three points, guys. They get three points, they're sitting top of the table. They're still top of the table. I know we get blown away last week and all that, we won the but they're top of the table, guys. Yeah, but Stephen... That's, that's a massive... Yeah, but Stephen, Steve, yes, me? I do understand that. But Stephen Gerrard is trying to keep a lid on it because, as he said there, the last time they went top and everyone got excited, they then lost at home to Aberdeen and drew away at Dundee and dropped five points. So he's yeah. just trying to keep a lid on it. I do appreciate your point that if Rangers are top of the league, given where they have been in recent years, yeah. that's tremendous. And in fact, for Celtic supporters listening to the Rangers manager saying we've got zero killer instinct and yet Rangers are top of the league and Celtic are third, then it, it must be a source of deep frustration for them. Stephen Gerrard's just trying to keep a lid on it because the last time people got overexcited and it blew up Rangers' faces. I felt, also, can I come back? I felt it was a wee bit harsh on, not uh, everyone being a wee bit harsh on Lafferty. You've got to give the credit to the uh, goalkeeper. He was a world class saver, the one where Lafferty flicked it and he got it round the post. I know he's no, but it's bouncing half home, it's just not coming at the right time and he's not getting a lot of game time. The guy needs game time. As, as, as footballers, guys, you need game time. If you're coming in and out, in and out of a team, you're not getting a chance. When he gets game time mm-hmm. He then has to take it You're right He hasn't had a lot of game time Because he's got a, a top striker Morelos playing in front of him But when he gets chances Like he gets in the first minute He's got to put it in You know Because it just It stops this conversation dead We're not talking about him Alex that is forever The, the challenge of being a, a second choice striker Because you're constantly on that That balance You're not getting a run of games So how are you supposed to hit top form um, but then you kind of have to take the one-off chances when they come around, so it's, it, it can't be easy. You have to capitalise when it's on, and when you see the chance, guys, it was a, a cross to the back post from about two or three yards, and, and how he missed it, I think everybody felt was in. The, the, the social media was saying it was a goal, uh, but how he missed it, I don't know, and, and the, that kind of summed up his afternoon, because he huffed, he puffed, I can't fault his work rate, he chased everything down, and Nothing was coming off from him, and as I said earlier on, it's one of the days where we've all had mm. as footballers. You know, you think, just get me off this pitch. But um, we're right. We were saying in terms of he has to take these opportunities because Stephen Gerrard been in that dressing room, going like in his manager's office, to now going right. Okay, can we trust this guy because we need to bring in another reinforcement? Because if anything happens to Morelos, then you're left with a guy who's struggling to make any impact at the moment. Uh, and Hugh, you can see where Robert's coming from Because if all we're getting told at the moment And even, even off Stephen Gerrard In fact, because I know we all get accused of this I almost I think Stephen Gerrard was as, as down about Liver, uh, Liverpool have just scored And that's where he made the connection <laughs> yeah. Stephen Gerrard was as negative about Rangers' performance In fact, more negative about Rangers' performance Than any of us have been yeah. He was the one who's pouring cold water on the, the top of the league stuff More than 
any of us have um, But if you keep getting told at the moment About what Rangers can't do And what they need to do better Imagine all of that Yet they're still top of the league So that's clearly why guys like Robert Are happy this afternoon Yeah I always understand The Rangers supporters who say Look at us now Compared to where we were Under Pedro Cachinha Or Mark Warburton And I do understand That the They've gone from Aaron Athletic and Peterhead and Berwick Rangers and all the other faraway places with strange sounding names that they've been to over the last eight years. And that being top of the league is a cause for outright celebration. Stephen Gerrard has to think, how do I finish this job off? How do I finish above Brendan Rogers? And he's looking at his side and saying, zero killer instinct. Where's the killer pass? Where's the great cross? So he's frustrated And that's why the January transfer window Will be of paramount importance For Stephen Gerrard and Brendan Rodgers Because it's now nip and tuck Stephen Gerrard was also asked about Ovi Ajari That was the, the breaking news yesterday That that loan deal has been terminated He's gone back to Liverpool Let's get the manager's thoughts on that How did your chat with Ovi go? Have you not read the statements? Have you read the statements? How do you think the chat went? It's gone. It didn't go too well, didn't it? <laughs> in terms of reasons and you know, look, kind of look, he's or? he's he's a Liverpool player. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, I have to respect um, the kid and the privacy, and also I'd like to thank Liverpool for the opportunities they'll have me here for for half the season. Am I disappointed he's gone? Yes. Do I think it's the right decision? No, um, because I think he had an incredible opportunity here. But I'm never going to stand in a player's way who's not happy and, and who's not settled because I've got people who are desperate to wear the shirt and who'd run through a wall to wear the shirt. So um, it is what it is. I have to accept the decision. Um, I'm sad over it, but it is what it is. I wish him all the best. The kid, he's a, he's a nice kid, very quiet. And he told me it was 100% football reasons. I have to respect that. Well, listen, Rangers haven't lost Brian Loudrup. They've lost Ovi Ajaria. Uh It didn't work out Lots of things in football don't work out And as Stephen Gerrard said He's gone Yeah it's surprising Hugh Because we've all got our own opinions about him But the one thing Gerrard played them Most games yeah. You know and, and you hear him saying there I'm sad that the kids went away He was a lovely guy And it was for football reasons But if you can't settle at a club then you're better mm. going back to yeah. your own club yeah. and, and getting on with your career. And Alex, we've all, and quite rightly at the time, been mindful of, listen, if a, if a player's not happy, they're not happy. And you, you can't criticise that too much. Interesting to see Stephen Gerrard focusing just purely on the football. He says it was a footballing decision. And the implication there being that Ovi Ajaria wasn't willing to run through a brick wall for Rangers, wasn't desperate to wear the shirt. Well, listen, I think he's actually said there that he felt as if it was a wrong decision he would like. I mean, because I think he will go away and I think he will realise the opportunity maybe a few years down the line. Because this was a perfect opportunity for the boy to come and showcase in front of 50,000. Now, we've all played careers over 20 years and you're, you're clamouring to get to a club like this. This boy said this opportunity, the, the, you know, is a very early opportunity in his development. And he's decided to call it quits. Now, you can see Stephen Gerrard's frustration because he felt as if there was a place here for him. He clearly feels as if he could have given something to this team. And there were flashes over the period that he was here. And you think, oh, there's definitely something there. And then there was other times he would go missing and he would make the wrong decision. But that's part of his development as a young player. But Rangers are clamouring, clamouring for a player with creativity from middle to front. 
It's just a numbers game as well, Alex, because re- people are more than entitled to say, "Well, I didn't think he was very good anyway, or Absolutely. whatever." But but he, you know, he played. He played almost every. He played, was it twenty five, twenty eight games? games. Yep. So he, he's now not an option, and, and that becomes a footballing issue, regardless of whether you thought he was good or not. He's a guy who played in twenty eight games who will need replaced in one way or another. Yeah, well, the, I think Stephen Gerrard said that, you know, and I think Gordon Dale said it. We said it in the show yesterday. When you're playing twenty eight games, this is why it's a really strange decision for me. You've got a guy who is actually playing week in, week out. Sometimes he's getting dropped to the bench and then having a wee cameo later on. However, at that stage, he has, I think he's just turned 21. So when you're thinking about that at this kind of arena, what an opportunity. Now, he's cut that short and he is now going back to Liverpool. I will guarantee that he's going back out on loan. He will not get near the Liverpool first team. He's not good enough. So he will then go back out alone. And it'll be really interesting to see where they place him. They placed him at Sunderland, I think, was it last year? And they ended up getting relegated. But I'm not sure how big an impact he actually made at Sunderland. So is he going to go back to a championship club? But I can guarantee you one thing, it won't be a club that's supported by 50,000 fans. So it's a strange and bizarre uh, set of circumstances, Gordon. Well, I'm looking at Liverpool, Alec. Uh, currently 3-1 up on Man U. Five minutes to go. And you're absolutely right. The chances of Ovi Ajaria getting into this team are non-existent. More chance of you getting into the team? I would say so. Uh, I would understand Andy Robertson. <laughs> Watty's on Twitter, um, and he says we're at, we. He's a Rangers fan. He says we're actually playing Minster now um, <laughs> and sitting top of the league. Just think, a couple of decent signings in January, and we might up our well, game. If you're a Celtic fan and you hear Stephen Gerrard saying, you know, we've got zero killer instinct. Well, I had it today, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rangers are sitting top of the league, you know. And that you know, the the point is made again about Celtic and uh, Odson Edward, and then nothing. It is so, a, str- a strange uh, season this season, yeah. Hugh, because Rangers fans are saying we're sitting top of the league, we're playing mints. They're top of the league, no matter how they're playing. Kilmarnock last week, we're sitting top of the league for Celtic battered them five. Uh, nil 5-1 uh-huh. um, wasn't it mm-hmm. um, then you get Hearts we're sitting top of the league Celtic battered them 5 Livingston battered Living- them 5 uh-huh. it's, it's incredible what's going on <laughs> it's so, brilliant that's what it is yeah. it's all happening uh, let's speak to Brian and Lark Hall what's on your mind after that Brian yeah, hi panel hello uh, before I go into my main point uh, <clears throat> since you were speaking about Wolverine uh, I've got a small point about that hmm. there's an old saying if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen uh, I've no idea but this boy thought <clears throat> the standard was up here. But I think it was you that said yesterday, uh, and I couldn't agree more with him, uh, it's easier to play against Rangers or Celtic up here than it is actually to play for them because of the pressure. I just think the boy couldn't take the pressure. I, I have to repeat also that, I mean, Rangers haven't lost Brian Loudrup or... Uh, mm. Paul Gascoigne, you know, the, the, uh, Ovi Ajaria, who was uh, someone on loan, work in progress, the usual. Uh, so, you know, he's gone, it's finished, that chapter's thing is, over. I think, at least for the next couple of for, for today, at least, it's still a talking point purely because it's, a, it's, it's quite unusual yeah, and but, the reasons but, for it. It's a but, guy who's played 28 games. Yeah, but that's my observation that he is not Brian Loudrup. You know, you've, you've just lost a fairly average football player. Yeah, but I think I think the big question mark is if he comes up here in loan and he's not playing Hugh, I can understand. I'm like with Alecness. I can understand why he goes back to Liverpool and says, Look, I need to go out somewhere else. I need to be playing. He's played twenty odd games. Twenty eight. Twenty eight games. And 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 in front of as Alex touched on, 
Ibrox is packed out every time Rangers play now. There's no better place mm. to learn your trade. That's a, that's a weird one for me. Okay, let's leave that one there. What was your other point, Brian? Right, I'm not quite a regular caller, but you might not be aware that uh, I'm of a certain vintage that when I started supporting Rangers, starting following them, uh, most of the Cup Winners' Cup side were there. I've seen my first Rangers game in 1975. And uh, so I went through all the... the what's happened since then... Especially the uh, the beginning of the eighties up to Graham Souness come in, and uh, I know all about Ranger supporters and their huge demands, uh, sometimes unrealistic demands. <clears throat> uh, I think when you go to the, the ga- when you go to a game, right, your sole aim is to see your team do well, but try and support them through thick and thin, uh, and also try to see the bigger picture. Uh, the two Ranger supporters that come on earlier. I thought they were quite damning. The Rangers won the game today. And I've seen the statistics, even though I've never seen the game. So I, I'm not in the same situation as them. You see a lot more when you're at the game. Uh, but the statistics, I've seen that Rangers dominated the ball. Had 22 corners. <clears throat> missed at least a couple of setters. And the goalkeeper made some brilliant saves. So they created... They just didn't take chances. And of course, Stephen admitted that, that probably killer instinct wasn't there. I felt today's game was going to go two ways. It was either going to be Rangers would win the game very comfortably or it would be a very, very nervy game. There was also something that Gordon Dale said earlier on that kind of rung with me. Celtic's home form this season has been very, very good. But I think if you look back, Celtic beat Hamilton 1-0 earlier on in the season. And I think that game went exactly the same way as today's game. The difference is that Celtic have a team of winners over the last few seasons that they can see that through. We've seen it through today. And we have to really give the team a bit of leeway and start supporting them in the proper manner. Alex? Uh I think there was a frustration as you can actually hear for Stephen Gerrard in that last piece that he done after the game and uh, going forward he'll be looking for better quality now I know they're top of the league today um, but I think over the course of the, the previous uh, sort of remaining games they will have to play so much better for that and he's just trying to raise standards isn't he I, get, I, Absolutely. I, compl- I completely get that because you've been there as a fan you think you know, let's just be happy with a win but, but Stephen Gerrard has to think longer term he has to think bigger picture he has to think about how he can r- raise standards t- to not be happy with what he witnessed this afternoon but the thing is Gordon it's, it's on the back of you know when you see the Aberdeen game you look at the Dundee game and people will be watching this today and going, there's no colour instinct there. And you have to be ruthless and, and you can say, OK, they got the job done. But you have to put it in context in terms of where Hamilton Aki's are as well. Uh, they're coming here and losing a goal within a couple of minutes. Um, and it's, even though they're creating all these chances, 30 crosses into the box, 21 corners, apart from the first half a dozen corners, the rest of the corners were pretty wasteful. They didn't really create much from it. Early doors in the first half, they created a couple of opportunities from it. They may well have got a break. But in the main, I was saying to Mark later on in the game, I was saying, because they really do have some big guys, Macaulay, Golson, uh, Lafferty are all really imposing guys, but they never actually got their head on any any corners when you consider the amount of balls were coming in. And then when you're looking at the 30 crosses coming into the box, even though there was a couple of opportunities where they may well have scored, 
they have to be so much more clinical. And then, as I said earlier on, the passing from middle to front, the killer ball, is is lacking for me. I go on affectionately, I hope, about the Grinch at Kilmarnock, and the Grinch who doesn't like it when you mention that Kilmarnock are top of the league, and I do so because I think it's a fairy tale story. If Kilmarnock are top of the league, it's a fairy tale. So, of course, people go on about it, but. With Steven Gerrard and Rangers, it's a very, very serious business. If he doesn't stop Celtic winning titles, Steve Gerrard will be back down the road in Liverpool. He'll get the sack. Uh, so it's a very serious business where he's concerned. And he's trying to keep a lid on it just now uh, by talking about the lack of killer instinct and his frustration at not being able to take players off today and save their legs for Easter Road on Wednesday night. So it's a serious business for him. It's a wee fairy tale for Kilmarnock if they can go back top. Graham is a Rangers fan in Ibrox. Hi, Graham. All right, how you doing? Not bad at all. What did you make of it today? I said as comfortable as one nothing as you will ever get, mate. What I'm saying is, you're top of the league now. Stevie Gerrard had one transfer Wednesday. We've done well in Europe. We're top of the league and we're heading in the right direction. We know we're not going to win the league this year. Consistency will probably kill us. But if we can keep doing what we're doing... Get my relish on the park And you'll be fine I think we're looking forward to a great So you've given up the league already And you're sitting top Aye okay We know, we know where we are We know where we're going well, I find We that know a, where we are I find that astonishing uh, That you go top of the league today And then you come on I'm and say We're not going to close that gap in one season mate One transfer Wendy Stephen Gerrard's heading in the right direction And if we get behind him And he gets back The next two transfer Wendy's We'll have a good season next season That'll be your your target next season Well Stephen Gerrard can't afford to take your reaction Stephen Gerrard is obliged to think I've got my second transfer window coming up in January I need the backing of Dave King and the board Uh, I have to sense that we are Literally within touching distance of Celtic Celtic have a game in hand Rangers are a point in front uh, so he cannot take your attitude about it's okay to not win it this season. He is, he's taking the attitude. The manager is taking the attitude that it's possible this season. Sure. Mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard's a realist. He knows we're not going to win out this year, mate. We ah. are going to do as well as we can. We'll probably finish second. I'll be running the Scottish Cup. We're outstanding in Europe. And next season, where's we? We go for it. I'm sure you've got lots of Rangers supporting friends, Graham. Do they agree, Graham, or have you got friends who think actually it could be there for the taking? Well, where I sit at Ibrox, he's in take older. I've been sitting beside guys for years and years, and we know where they are. And we'll, we'll get a good go, but we, we think we'll come up short this year. Alex Ray. Well, listen, the one thing I know about Stephen Gerrard is he's a serial winner in terms of his mentality and how he approaches the game. <laughs> Celtic have been dropping points where you would normally not expect that. If you look at the previous couple of years, and when you see performances like that, mother were a couple of weeks ago in, in their away form, I think as it stands at the moment, they're similar to Rangers having played an extra game. So obviously their home form's uh, prolific. So there's, there, there's a vulnerability about Celtic as well. So, um, But when Celtic get everyone fit and back playing, Rangers need to be at, at the top of their game. Uh, and if you look at Dundee and uh, Aberdeen and things, they're missed opportunities. And I think Stephen Gerrard's frustration is partly that as well. Because if, if, the one thing I do know is when you put teams under pressure, having been involved with Helicopter Sunday, 
staying in the race. Steven Gerrard will be trying to stay in this race as long as possible. When I said this month was massive, I think, as I said, a couple of games against Hibson, Johnston, and then obviously Celtic at the end of the month. If they can stay within touching distance, that will be job done, having negotiated 14 uh, European ties because Rangers weren't really expected to get all them games. I think anybody in their right mind wouldn't have ex- expected Alec, that. We talk about big clubs and expectations. How about these figures? Liverpool have beaten Man U 3 1. Liverpool are now 19 points ahead of Manchester United. Manchester United are now 11 points behind fourth place Chelsea, and the top four is all that matters down there. Those are the figures of the biggest club in the world becoming an irrelevance in their own country. It was the 36 attempts on goal from Liverpool to Man United 6 that caught yeah. mine. But anyway, uh, Mark Wilson, we've not got a great deal of time left. What about the, the dust-settled Celtics performance or, or lack of it earlier on today? Yeah, well, like I said earlier on, I thought it went wrong on all fronts. I think the players have to take responsibility for their performance on the pitch. But I think for once... Uh, or very rarely Brendan Rodgers has to take responsibility for the system that Celtic played that was unsuited to the players and I thought he had opportunities to change it within the game and he didn't so a huge disappointment the only good thing is Gordon that there's a game coming quickly that they can Mm. put things right midweek uh, Alex Ray, final brief thoughts from Ibrooks from you? Yeah, it was a, a massive three points in terms of taking them back to the top of the table. In terms of the performance, Stephen Gerrard will be most certainly looking for improvements uh, and they will need to do so to get three points at Easter Road come Wednesday. Great stuff. I can hear the, the pitch, the grass getting cut, so I think that's definitely chucking out time for you. <laughs> Thank you. Right, see you later. That was Alex Ray. He'll be back with us uh, tomorrow night, Hugh Keevans. Um, whatever way you look at it, we can go on and on all day. We, the final whistle's approaching slowly for us, um, but just another great day of Scottish football Yeah And Celtic Rangers now under the microscope uh, Neil Lennon's revived Hibs They have beaten Celtic They now have Rangers next at Easter Road It's a massive night for both clubs Celtic are at home to Motherwell It is a massive night for them as well Because today's performance And the way Celtic finished With players all over the place And no sense of organisation most unlike Brendan Rodgers The fans will go Yes to support Celtic But also in a critical frame of mind Because that margin for error Just got even more slender Gordon DL it was quite a day Yeah it was a great day of football Started off at Easter Road Well done to Hibs Fantastic win Celtic were not at their best And Rangers Yeah you can say that the fans are A little bit disappointed But well done to Hamilton Lost an early goal But Rangers Got the valuable three points he needed And now sit proudly at the top of the league But there's a lot of football still to be played And there was a lot of football played today It finished Hibs 2, Celtic nil, Sleifka and Camberry with the goals Then we turned our attentions to Ibrox Where it finished Rangers 1, Halton nil, Daniel Kandias with the goal You know what that means for the table Rangers are top Celtic have a game in hand And they're both in action on Wednesday The football at this time of year does not stop So we'll be back on Clyde 1 tomorrow night from 6 o'clock I'll be here so will Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray make sure you join us to go through all the weekend's big talking points uh, and of course look forward to another big week in the weird and wonderful world of Scottish football in the meantime stay where you are Gina McKee is up next